Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. He konai purangi te nei na te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kia ora, I'm Maria. Cautionary note: I swear a lot in this podcast. Not Jamie, because she's composed, but I do. So, if the occasional f bomb offends, then note. This is a podcast with such language. Remember when we started um, when we started talking about this thing and you were like, do we have to cook? Do we have to cook? It's a very genuine question, Jamie, if we <laughs> have to cook. I would prefer not to, but that's okay. Apparently we do. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have to cook, Marley. Yeah. Kia ora and welcome to The Art of Entertaining, a podcast predicated on social cues and party planning of the 70s, but applied today. I'm Maria and I have no business being in the kitchen. And I'm Jamie, I'm always hungry, but I love a party, so you say a party and I am there. You're so there. So there. Join us on our journey to hosting the meanest. Dinner parties are the fast track (laughs) to world peace. Baddest. I have to light something on fire. Uniquely New Zealand. Personally, I think it's like a lot of planning, a lot of work. Well, what is essentially going to turn into a piss up? And oddly, 70s. Ah, jelly and, 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 and vegetables? Oh my gosh. Check that in the bin. Dinner party Aotearoa has ever seen. So much has to be just right. Table setting, kitchen organisation, wine and menu choice. Quality of cooking and presentation are all of paramount importance. All right, Maria, what are we doing? Uh, This episode, we set out to do just that. Achieve quite possibly the most important and complex yet rewarding part of any party, the jewel in the crown, Jamie, the menu. Oh, man, the menu. 70s menu. 70s menu. What even is that, right? So we are going to explore Jacqueline Steinkamp's chapter on menu planning, explore what foods were hitting dinner tables in the 70s, and meal plan like a boss with celebrated sweetie Bertrand Jang of Sweet and Me. Yeah, I've been looking up some 70s food, and it is... It's, it's gross. It's an art. But I'm so excited that Bertrand's coming in. So I want him to teach me how to take this jelly food from the 70s and then like add our own stuff. And make it good. <laughs> make it good. Make, make it, it edible. Just yeah. make it edible for Just us. Yeah. Edible's like, that's the benchmark yeah. for this party. But first, before we get into that, Jackie. Yes, and her excellent book on party planning, yes. which has a very detailed, very detailed steps um, that even speaks to Menu planning. So I feel like, Jamie, that's the perfect place to start. Yeah, we need to look at this menu. She has gifted us some options. A a winter menu, a summer menu. There's courses. There's courses. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in there. She's also got a portion in there that speaks about like whether you want to do a buffet-style dinner or whether you want to do a potluck Mm. dinner, which is very, in my head, very 70s. You already look scared. Because I'm not good at planning this stuff. Like, I'm the person who helps out afterwards. You're from the Cook Islands. Yeah. So is there, like, what's the eating style like there, like, for big events and lots of people? Is it potluck? Mm, No, no. 
we do not do potluck back home. Mm. It is like, it's actually quite planned and quite organised. Like each person's got a designated dish to to make and it's quite a big like family affair kind of thing going on. So Mm. you're going to make this thing, you're going to make this thing, so-and-so is going to bring this and then collective, I guess that is a potluck. I think I just described (laughs) a potluck. You 100% described a potluck. (laughs) But it's not like the concept of, I guess, like when people say potluck, like that's the kind of thinking about, you know, like stews and shit and like casserole dishes, but it's, that's definitely not the vibe. So, Jamie, I feel like we kind of need to understand the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the concept is that everyone brings something, but also you change location with each meal, which could could be fun. Wait, be what? Fun. You change location? Like house? Yeah. So, like, say you might do the entree at your home and then someone else might do the main and then we all relocate to their home and then someone else is doing dessert and we all relocate to their home. So, it's like a... It's like an experiential thing, I think. This dinner's going to go for like five hours. I know, it's very long. It's a lot of time to spend together. All right, if we were to do this, what part of the dinner would you want people to come to your house for? What would you host? Uh, uh, maybe like the, the pre-drinks? Because <laughs> there's no cooking involved. <laughs> can we just, for a moment, can we just talk about the logistics of a buffet dinner, like at a dinner party? How yeah. do you even do that? Like, is, I don't understand how everything's supposed to even land on the table all at the same time, or I don't know what's going on. Do you remember going to Valentine's? Of course. Go Who doesn't remember going to Valentine's, man? That ice cream machine was it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, when I was growing up, that was like the, you know, luxury. That was the height of yeah, dining out. Fine dining yeah. was yeah. going to Valentine's with the family, but... Everything was ready all the time. You just went. Yes, because someone's back there cooking all the time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and it's (laughs) and it's all you can eat, like unlimited, just ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're missing the ready to go part (laughs) with the like the planning and the actual making of it. There is someone who is tasked with making like trays of macaroni and cheese just constantly to come out all the time, and I don't know how that happens. In someone's home. Oh, in someone's home. Yeah. No, someone would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't do that. We couldn't have a buffet because we would be cooking nonstop. Exactly. So that's why I'm going to rule it out right now. (laughs) (laughs) No buffet dinners because it's too hard, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. I read online that New Zealand got the first McDonald's in the 70s in Porirua. And then there's KFC came in the 70s. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. So do you remember <laughs> do you remember that there was a time that you could dine also dine in at Pizza Hut? Did you ever go to Pizza Hut? No, no, of course I couldn't. I never yeah, got yeah. to go, so like tell me what okay, was I missing so out on? It was the bomb. Okay. <laughs> it was the bomb. They don't so Jamie, I just need you to know that they don't only serve pizza at Pizza Hut. They also serve Pasta and salad. Shut up. And then they have a whole dessert bar that you and like you can go and serve yourself ice cream and like like chocolate mousse and like make a little mess in your plate and then go back to the table. And, oh yo, yeah, totally. Did you did you dress up? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell Sometimes, me. Sometimes, truthfully, right. Jean- <laughs> Maria, tell me what was your Pizza Hut attire. Fuck, man. Okay. <laughs> I just need you to know, as a child, yeah. like, I was very imaginative. I got really fixated on these little, like, um, 
bows that you put on on like okay. gifts and presents. Oh, her. yeah, no, no, not hair bows. Like <laughs> no, 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 girl. And I was so convinced that it needed to live in my hair, like <laughs> like I needed like a big ass bun, and it needed to yeah. sit. And you right just the needed the right occasion. To of do course, it. naturally. So I like I I convinced my mum. I probably pestered her to be honest to like get the bow there's, there's no gift <laughs> happening okay the gift the is gift. my hair You're yes. the gift. <laughs> yep. and like build it into this big like beehive bun and put this fucking bow right in the middle and take my ass to pizza <laughs> and she did <laughs> that's so extra I know. Oh. oh, bless her for entertaining me like that. And I can just like, see little Maria having the best the time. The best, like the best time. Gonna hit the hut tonight. Hit the hut tonight. Yeah, so the book, I'm reading page 17. Yeah. 17, I should say. Uh, these days, it's unusual to give dinner with more than three courses. But then she gets into the menu and she gives us some options. Should we look at them? Yeah. All right, so we have a summer menu, and then we have a winter menu. Okay, so uh, French bread with hot garlic butter, into that. That sounds pretty easy. Green peas and beans. Gazpaccio, I can't even say it, gazpaccio, is a chilled garlic or tomato soup. uh, Spinach tart. I don't know, okay, can we just go back to that? Cold soups. I don't know, I'm not not a, I don't jams this. (laughs) I imagine it tastes like... um, What's that drink you have? A, a Bloody, a Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah, just minus the alcohol, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into alcohol later because yeah, 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 Jackie gets into yeah. it. But I imagine that's what this soup tastes like. Cold marinated mackerel. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eliminate that immediately. <laughs> lemon water or homemade ice cream. Fruit bomb? What's lemon water? What is that? Like, Is that like a frozen thing? Lemon water? Yeah. Or it's not lemonade, is it? Don't know. See, the mystery is in figuring out what half of the shit is. We have another cold soup. We have cold beetroot soup. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but it's called a bor- borscht. Borscht. So those are the summer menus. Right. Okay. The co- then that the cold soups make sense then. Yeah. Okay. Should we look at this winter menu? Yes. A bit different. I don't even know how to say it. boif. Burgoyne I don't know. Here, have a look. Do you know how to say I'm this? I'm good. I'm a good girl. <laughs> beef. Burgoyne. It's obviously some beef something or other. Boif. It's B-O-E-U-F. Boif. Honey, honey. <laughs> You're nailing it, girl. Nailing it. Um, creamed potatoes. That sounds legit. That sounds just like mashed potatoes. That's what that is. Everything else sounds normal. Coleslaw. Um, beans. Broccoli. Raw carrot sticks. That's it's random. just the other, st- so that other thing must be fancy. Tomato cocktail. And then it's this. What's tomato cocktail? I think it's the same as the chilled garlic and tomato soup. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thought we were in winter. But maybe okay. we heat it up. Maybe. Oh, maybe we heat it up because it's winter. Oh, okay. Versatile. I like Got that. It. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. it. You know what? I'm very disappointed that nothing on here that I know of um, that I get to light on fire. I feel like that was a we big thing in the 70s. For that. I feel like we should make space to oh. light something on fire. I have to light something on fire. I yeah. feel like that, yeah, I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. I have had a bomb Alaska. I think it was in a hotel. It's probably easiest 
if you have somebody to do it for you, or you might lose your eyelashes. <laughs> do you know what else I learnt in my research, my heavily research yes, into this topic? I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to love this because you're vegetarian. Oh my gosh. I Jellied meat. Jellied meat. Je- it's not just meat, girl. It's jellied anything. You know what jellied I mean? Meat. We are putting everything into jelly, setting it and serving it. I asked my nan. Yeah, what did she I say? I asked my nan, who is the cook in our family. Yeah. What's Me? your take? Yeah, and then I'll let you know what my nan said. Uh, it's like um, meat juices that have solidified and then you've just put things into it and gone, here's a dish, let's serve this up. That is 100% what my nan said, right down to her starting the conversation with, uh. And I, I said to that. her, I was like, did, you, did, you, did it taste good at least? And she was like, oh, there's no way I'm eating that. No way. She never, ever ate it. Granddad used to make the pork and it's set in the jelly of the, the water that the meat is cooked in. It sets like jelly. Oh. And they use that. <laughs> I never ever ate it. He used to go and cook it out in the shed. Yeah, see, your, your nan had sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, I see this jelly food and I'm not for it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if we're really going to commit to this idea, we have to at least attempt to make some jelly dish yeah. and serve it, which I feel really sorry for the guests who have to eat a jellied meat dish. What I'm considering now is because you don't eat meat. I know. So the beauty in that <laughs> is you think you don't have to eat it. Of course, because I'm vegetarian, so immediately I'm out. Yeah. Do we add a little spin and do like a jelly fish because I would hate for you to miss out oh, on this at our party. Word. Oh, uh, I mean, we don't have to go there. <laughs> like, we don't have to do it. But I'm, I'm happy to do that for you, though. We don't have to, but I would so love kind. to give you this opportunity to try it. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got some kind of we – know, we know we're going to make a jelly dish and we know we're going to light something on that fire. That sounds horrid. That's – we are so excited to have Bertrand uh, Jang in with us today, who is a celebrated, celebrated, celebrated um, pastries chef and cook who has a number of years of um, cooking behind you. 84 years. 84 <laughs> years and counting. Um, and Jamie and I, so... Just to give you a lay of the land, Jamie and I are about to um, sit out and attempt to cook a a dinner party for twenty plus guests. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, we're we're way help. yeah. Help. Hopefully, we you're still friends after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I think the first thing we wanted to have a bit of a chat about was you. Own the bakery, sweet and me. Yes, um, and it's it's fabulous. We thought we might ask you, like, what's your favorite thing to make on your menu? Um, I like making cakes in general. Like, mm. I love peeling the greaseproof paper off a baked cake. You know that that steam coming off that first smell oh, that yeah. you get off a baked cake. So I love that feeling. I love that sensation. You know, something will excite me for a week and then bore me the next. That's why with Sweet and Me, we were always changing our dessert options weekly. I just like uh, creating new stuff. And I, in fact, I probably brought you like um, this mean-ass <gasps> biscuit oh that my gosh. Uh, I created last week. 
Oh my god. Yeah, so um I like creating stuff each week. So that's what excites me. Jamie and I are constantly thinking about what we are going to make and trying to land on something that is <laughs> edible and enjoyable. So is there like a difficult dish that you or like a showstoppy kind of dish that you're like, this is a crowd pleaser? Um, whenever like I sort of hire a new person, I always ask them what their strengths are. So it's the same thing with hosting. If you have a particular strength in one thing, do you have any at all? I <laughs> could <laughs> you said you got none. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh God, is that rude? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm gonna, it's going to take me a while to think about it. <laughs> but you play by strength. So you play if you love making roasts, if you love making stews. You know, you can make a fancy casserole and like, Bring in like uh you know like a really gourmet bread you know sides condiments, so you gotta play mm. to your strength. When you grew up, who was the um who taught you to cook, or was there someone in your household that yeah that did that did the cooking yeah or the baking? everyone everyone loved to cook. Um, I've got a massive family. Uh, yeah. I grew up with a in a three bedroom house, and there was like fifteen people in that house. My grandmother like she loved to cook. We we still cook on open fire at home. Mom's got like a <gasps> Like a, yeah. like a like a spit. Um, my dad is Chinese, so he used to cook a lot of Chinese meals. Mom's Fijian. She tries her best to cook. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's sustenance vegetables <laughs> yeah. and soups and stuff, you know, yeah. chuck it in a pot and boil it till it's brown. <laughs> um, but everyone, everyone's sort of uh, involved. If you didn't know how to cook, you're on garlic and ginger duties. You know, oh, yeah. if you didn't cook, you're on dishes. So everyone was still part of the process. Exactly. So everyone is in the kitchen. Everyone has a duty to play in the kitchen. Pacific cuisine is the most easiest because we use fresh seafood. And sometimes when you do too much, the flavors get lost. Mm. If you're having a prime meat, you do so little to it. Like, you know, when you have a good steak, you have it, like, you know, you can have it as a tartar, rare. Then you'll have the full flavors and the nutrition of the of of the meat or whatever you're using. So Pacific cuisine is, like, so easy. And you, if you don't have much culinary experience in it, I reckon go with a Pacific feed. Okay, I'm going to take that. I've got some <laughs> good nuggets here. I'm going to take that as a, a little piece of wisdom there because I could, I could lean, I mean, like, I feel like I could lean into that um, and yeah. make something. When you think about home and stuff, like, what's a comfort food dish for you? Um, comfort foods uh, for me are like probably just like fresh fruits mm. uh they're quite nostalgic for me they remind me of my childhood because like when i was growing up mom had popo trees avocado guava so i used yeah. to box the kids next door for my guava <laughs> and even in my last trip i still i was like telling my nephews don't touch uncle's guava yeah it's like you lose your legs <laughs> i will like fight for my food yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah um, yeah, comfort food for me is um, yeah childhood dishes, and like you know, it can be as as simple as corned beef and rice, yeah, as a chicken stew or just fish in coconut cream. What about you, Manny? What's your comfort food? So I I, I know I, what I really miss about being like a, something that I can't get here and I can only get back home is um, pawpaw because it's just yes. and what we do back home is we grate coconut. So it's sort of like a bit, it gives it a completely different texture. And then you put lime over it and it's like new dimensions are opening up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. But I, it's like not the same. And I don't even attempt to do a lot of the things that I would eat back home here yeah. just because it's, 
like it's it's not the same. Yeah. And that's the difference because um, our fruits are sort of picked ripe, whereas fruits here are sort of brought in mid mid-ripe or sort of green and then it yeah. ripens along the journey so when we eat it as islanders born in the islands but live here yeah it's not natural to us ah yeah 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 i had to call my mom I was like mom this banana tastes weird <laughs> it looks like a banana but it doesn't taste like a banana <laughs> it's like so odd and it's five dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like fifty cents, fifty yeah. cents Fijian, you know. Yeah. you know, and he didn't eat as much as you want over here. Like one for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. you eating your yeah. rations. What about you, Jamie? Do you have a um, do you have a comfort dish food? Um, it's more of a, a dinner dish. Our mm. family, it's um, boil up. So it'll be watercress, and my nan still makes it every weekend. Yum. Yeah, every weekend she makes it. So pork bones, um, watercress, doughboys. Yeah, and my, my partner's Vietnamese, Chinese, and I tried to make it at home. And they were like, we need to add herbs to your dough boy. And I was like, don't you dare. <laughs> That's not yeah, how my yeah. nanny makes it. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be, it'd be boil up. But she, um, we had this conversation yesterday, and she has a lot of uh, fruit trees mm. in her house and a lot of, you know, garden. She's all fresh from yeah. the garden. Yeah. Um, when you go out to dine or you're, um, and you look at a menu, what's something that excites you? on it like is there something on there sometimes that you go oh yes that's i i need to go to this place i need to go to this restaurant because that looks amazing um so lately yeah so lately i've been choosing restaurants based on chef skills as so i for me it's more of a journey and what the chef will take me on um so the last place i went to was kingy just down by britomart um it's a seafood restaurant and uh wallace he's a He's a Pacific Islander as well, so um, his his take on like some like small nodes of Pacific in that was really really good. So when I go out, I I'd like to see the creativity of what a chef does with premium foods. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> I no, I can't yeah. do it. I'm so not even close to this. Like, no. I'm just trying to put food on a plate <laughs> <laughs> and serve it. But I, that's that's yeah, that's cool. That's a different way of thinking about it. Eh? Yeah. A journey, going on a journey. Mm. And then when I'm at the markets, it's like I'm a pig. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like smelling, you know, eating truffles and everything, but going around in stores. <laughs> like, more. more. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's in like yeah, it's it's. Like it's where you are and like where you're sitting at the table. You know, Sangringham, you're at night markets down south, you're in a fine dining restaurant down in the city. Yeah. Um, there's different experiences. Yeah. So I reckon we should look at the book. We should lean into your advice, ask you what would be best to make. As very, very new uh, people in the kitchen. Complete novices. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing about the seventies and the eighties is because you know it's like like you said to me, you know, this this is a this is a biblical book, right? Chefs' um, skills and set are French and Europe based, mm. so all these recipes here are mother dishes. And once you understand them, then you the derivative is totally up to you. It's your skill set, your culture, whatever you can use. So, gazpacho, crayfish cocktail, you go down to the market, see what see what what is available in the markets and then just substitute that in and ah that's so smart <laughs> yeah. i did not think of that <laughs> but this is old school as well i reckon yeah. in the 70s like from what i studied is quite simple like a lot of like 
basic salads, um, basic soups, roasts were coming into stews. Uh, stews, I think casseroles or something. Yeah, like casseroles that. Yeah, like crock yeah. pots. Yeah, crock pots were yeah. new. There's a lot of like low skilled. Uh, uh, I love low skilled. Love low skilled. No, but you want that flair. Yes. Yeah. So otherwise, it's gonna be you're transporting them back to the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might not be invited to any other dinner <laughs> parties, so... <laughs> I, I'm not banking on it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not bad. I mean, these 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 are very, like, fresh. So if you would okay. go with this menu, you'd have to choose premium products. Okay. Yeah. Great. Because it's quite simple. So your, your main meat or protein should be quite up there. Should really shine. Yeah. Okay. So there's one dish in there that I'm... Not sure how to say it, and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Number two, beef boyognong. It's basically a beef stew. Oh, beef oh, stew. Beef stew. Yeah. I could do okay. that. Yeah, boif is um, French for beef. Gotcha. Oh, okay, I feel like I was close. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> boogie, I, I, might, I haven't said this word since school. <laughs> I mean, you're asking a Fijian to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> but it basically means brown stew. Brown oh. stew. Yeah. Brown beef stew. I got that. Brown beef stew. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy. But please don't cook that. Oh, oh really? Okay. <laughs> Is this dinner? Yeah. No, no. not the beef stew. I, I wouldn't. Is there anything on that um that menu that you're like, that's really exciting, that's really cool? Um, I'm sorry. No. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 it just sounds like we I need love, to add our own spice to it. I love that you're struggling. Right now. <laughs> I mean, this is—I mean, it's 70s, right? It's, yeah. it's old. It's like you watching telly on a in a on a box or something, and I'm yeah. like, you know, it's so outdated. So we should, as a starting point, and then just no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. What would you um, recommend for desserts? Like for a 70s themed 70s party. theme yeah. uh, Definitely crumble and ice cream uh, mm-hmm. A trifle Trifles are something <gasps> that's that's old school So I would go something warm Because comp- mm. like after eating something warm You sort of become grounded You sort of become relaxed And like you feel at home Yeah mm. So with warm things What about I really want to light something on fire Light something on fl- fire Yeah Okay. Yeah. Um, like a bomb. I, no, I, is it a bomb? I love Alaska? that you didn't flinch. <laughs> I love that you were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, bomb Alaska is yeah. a type of dessert that's covered in meringue and then it's torched. You could do that in front of your guests, or what you're talking about with an actual open flame is called flambe. Yeah. So, flambe is when alcohol is subjected to a naked flame. So, you toss your syrup, the flame touches the alcohol, and it has a little. Top. Yes. So that's flambe. The downside is if the alcohol lands on you, you're you also. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you basically daffy duck. Okay. So it might be a tester thing. Maybe I'll try. Yeah. yeah. But the. Because um, I was like, I quite like the drama. The Bombalaska yeah. works as well. We have that. Uh, we have that sort of in a, as an option at Sweet Amy. Oh, cool. And like, it just fills the room with, uh, you know, like burnt sugar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a good, like, it's it's um, theatrical, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, could go, <laughs> yeah. Could go south. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You only <laughs> got one drama. shot to touch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I feel like a lot of people, like as a businessman, a lot of people are a lot more engaged with a good story. So as long as you give them a good story and obviously good food, then... Like, you know, you'll definitely have your guests captivated. Amazing. Thank you so much. I feel like um, I feel like I'm a little like less worried about going into this, especially yeah. now having spoken to you with a little bit of advice and like what to do and what not to do. So thank you so much. No worries. Oh, and the last thing that I can say is to write it down, write your menu down so that you have an idea of what to prepare and also how long you think it might take you. So every day we write our prep list so that when we come the next morning, we already know what to do. So mm. if so if you're if you have a list, you could obviously write your own shopping list. You're not too flustered, and you're sort of calm and collected as you go into making this dinner for your guests. Yeah, and then the you can call me. You can like you, you know if you need some tips. I got my phone on me. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I'm gonna be calling you all the time. <laughs> Oh my god, it's her again. <laughs> she actually called. <laughs> so my question now that I want to leave with us to think about, my question, do we make one massive bomalaska? We light on fire. Or 20 little bomalaskas? The Art of Entertaining is produced and presented by Jamie Poipoi and Maria Tanner. The executive producers are Tim Watkin, Justin Gugri and Katie Gossard. Blair Stagpole is our producer and audio engineer. Music by T. Hema Bennett. Special thanks to Pastry Chef and cake extraordinaire Bertrand Jang. Shout out to the absolute goat, author Jacqueline Steinkamp. Listen to us on Apple, Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. And of course at rnz.co.nz. 